Hello, everybody. It is Saturday, July 30th, 2022, and I once again have the privilege of welcoming you to another episode of the or Nerdinary podcast, polynerdic.com's weekly nerd-centric life and culture podcast for adults. This is episode number 269, if you can believe it. That's incredible that we've done a weekly show for that many consecutive weeks. Uh, with the exception of, you know, last year when I had to do an episode on Tuesday because I was in the hospital on Saturday. Um, but yeah, 269 straight weeks of me just babbling into this microphone uh, every Saturday morning. Um, this week, we uh, we had an interesting week between, between episodes, folks. Uh, last weekend when I had kids... Uh, we got to play D&D again for the first time in a month and a half, so that was a blast. Uh, we also uh, sat down and watched a couple episodes of the old D&D cartoon, uh, which the kids thought was terrible. Uh, you know, it is a 39-year-old cartoon. Um, and then we also sat down and watched the 2000 Jeremy Irons, Thora Birch, uh, Marlon, is it Marlon Wayans that's in it? Anyway, it's a terrible movie um, in all the worst kind of ways. It's not good, uh, but it was a fun time to sit and roast it. You know, gave it the old Mystery Science Theater 3000 treatment. Had a good time. Um, I also uh, advanced Elden Ring a bit this week, both on and off stream. Um, we are in the... Uh, I forget what it's called. It's the crumbling something or other. Uh, we got to there and then very quickly realized that we're not ready to be there. Um, it's amazing that the game even let us get there <laughs> because it. Uh, um, I got all the way down to, you know, like the fourth or fifth uh, grace point and struggled to get past these knights that are patrolling these hallways and then I got all the way downstairs to to the boss room and I got one shot by the boss. I was like, oh okay, I'm not ready to be here. Um like the difficulties just spiked. Uh we also finished Road ninety six this week. We did that on Friday. Friday night uh we finished it. I really enjoy that game. Um didn't hundred percent it. I left a couple of the stories unfinished. Uh, but we did see resolution on, you know, a number of important story beats. And we got arguably the best ending. Like, I wasn't sure if it was the best ending. Because um, there's three possible endings. And there's some significant overlap um, amongst them. Uh, but we did get the one where, you know, the the best possible um, ending that you could get in that game. The people of the country are free now. Uh, they got a, a different president, the old president, the tyrannical president. Uh, he is uh, in jail now. Um, no more teens are going to be sent to work camps and stuff. Um, oh, yeah, I also... I didn't prepare notes... Um, 
I didn't prepare notes for this week's show uh, <laughs> because I uh, I chose to stream last night and then I took a walk after the stream instead of preparing notes. Um, I watched uh, because I had I had the money to do it. I uh, I, I got a month of. Disney Plus, and I have now caught up on the MCU movies, or shows, rather. Um, I watched Moon Knight and Ms. Marvel this week. I liked them both a lot. Um, were they perfect? No. Uh, were there things that I would change? Probably not, uh, because I'm not the one telling that story. Uh, but they were good little miniseries, you know, because that's what they always consider a miniseries, not not se- seasons for some reason. Um, I guess six episodes, eight episodes is, is not enough to be a season. I was fine until I started recording. Um, now I keep yawning. Like in five minutes, I've yawned three times. Um, I think... Of the two, I think Ms. Marvel was obviously a, a, a cuter show. It was, it was a little sillier. Uh, I really like the art direction of it. Um, <clears throat> I like a lot of people. Um, I wish they had kept to her origins um, in the comics. Like I'm not a I, I, I'm not a big Ms. Marvel comic reader. Uh, in fact, I've never read anything in that series. Uh, but I, I do tend to like them to try to stick to like, like I'm I'm pretty sure she's an inhuman. Ms. Marvel comic origin. Kamala Khan. Yep, she's inhuman. She's an inhuman, just like the uh, Black Bolt and and all them. The the show that bombed terribly. Uh, that I think it was on ABC. Yeah, she was an inhuman and she has stretchy abilities. Powers and abilities. She gets hit with Terrigen Mist. Her dormant inhuman abilities are activated by the mist on a rare night. She decides to be rebellious and sneak out. Um, ah, see, she was originally going to be a mutant. So they, in the show, spoilers, they, they dropped a hint that she's a mutant and so they switched to that in the show I guess Screen Rant highlighted that Khan is classified as a polymorph with moves that are basically Ant-Man and Mr. Fantastics combined
<laughs> Khan's most well-known power is elongation. That's a funny sentence. Which allows her to extend her limbs, torso, neck to great distances. Yeah, so in the show, she, like, manipulates light in, in, a, in a weird way. Um... Yeah. Um, yeah, the people talking about the the show say she has very comic booky powers. God bless them trying to bring that to live action. I don't know how that's gonna work out. It doesn't look really creepy. In the live action MCU show, her powers are reinterpreted. Instead, she dons a bangle from her grandmother, which unlocks her powers, granting her the ability to create and manipulate a kind of purple hard light in quotes. I uh, think Green Lantern or Symmetra. And that's kind of what I was thinking while I was watching it, it was it reminded me a lot of Green Lantern. Um, Except for she's not, like, creating, like, trains and stuff, jet planes out, out, of, out of light the way Green Lantern does with his will. Uh, she's making, like, platforms and occasionally, like, a big fist to hit people with and stuff like that. And it, uh, but the show worked. I enjoyed it. Uh, Moon Knight enjoyed it, too. Um, like, it, both of these shows continue the, the trend of phase four of, of like not really acknowledging stuff. Um, but I saw someone talk about it online the other day that like everything in a show or a movie has to be relevant to the plot. And while it in the real world, everyone would be talking about Tiamat's giant head and hand sticking out of the Indian ocean. They can't devote that time to it. And, and, and it makes sense to me when I think about it like that that like hey this plot of this guy who has a sleep disorder where he's actually several people in one body uh and he's a a champion of a an ancient egyptian god uh they can't devote a lot of time <laughs> to talking about hey this over here happened but it has nothing to do with what we're doing um now granted you could have got by with it being like it could have been on a tv in the background or you know on a newspaper clip you know they could have panned past the newspaper talking about it there's a bunch of little small ways that it could happen um a radio broadcast talking about the alien that appeared in the sky and took somebody um but I, I still am waiting to see how this plays out because like some people have compared it there's been a lot of people online complaining about phase 4 but then some people came out and said, like, think of it more like phase one. You know, like, the movies weren't as interconnected early on. Uh, you know, it was just, usually, in many cases, it was just the damn stinger at the end that, that got you. Like, you know, Nick Fury showing up at the end of Iron Man and so on and so forth. Um, Yeah, it uh this is very similar to to phase 1 and we we're, we're just saturated with with the content at this point between all of the the Disney Plus shows and the um you know, we got the reveal that 
at Comic Con last week that uh, Daredevil is going to be in the the She Hulk show, and he's getting his own 18 episode show later on, and he's supposed to be involved in the Echo series when it comes out. Um, that's going to be fantastic. Uh, it, potentially, like I, I don't want them to turn Daredevil into a comic character, comedic character, um, because that's the general vibe of She-Hulk. It's supposed to be a comedy, um, so I hope his show isn't comedic. But I also wonder: is Disney going to um, keep it as gritty as the Netflix series was? That is certainly. Of concern for me. Um, trying to look at the Comic Con news because I didn't really pay attention to it. You know, like I didn't. She Hawk and Black Panther will conclude phase four. So Black Panther comes out this year. That trailer was nice, though. I, I liked that trailer a whole lot. Um, like it was a visual representation of the of the country of Wakanda mourning the loss of T'Challa. I wonder how they're going to write that in, though. I, I'm, I'm wondering how he. Uh, like, we know how Chadwick Boseman died, uh, tragically. Um, but, like, how did, uh, how did T'Challa die in-universe? That's, that's something I'm fascinated with. And then, of course, we saw Namor. Um, which is exciting. Um, I, 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 uh, I popped big for that trailer. Um. And then, of course, we have the mystery of who's who. Who did we see in the the, the Panther armor? Um, also, we get introduced to Ironheart in that that uh, movie as well. Let's see. Here we go. Here's a breakdown. Uh, Phase five will begin on February seventeenth with Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Uh, all reports say Bill Murray's in that movie. They haven't put the trailer out yet that I can I have seen, but they, uh, it is revealed. It was revealed from Hall H that they saw Bill Murray. Uh, Secret Invasion will be spring of 2023, which is a show. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three is in May of 2023. Uh, people said that trailer was amazing. Also, uh, Echo will be in summer of 2023, as will Loki season two. Uh, the Marvels, uh, the Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel movie, uh, July 28th. Blade, November 3rd. Ironheart in fall of 2023. So I wouldn't be surprised if that gets pushed back 24. Just like Agatha, Coven of Chaos, uh, winter 23, 24. Uh, Daredevil, Born Again, spring of 2024. Uh, Captain America, New World Order, the Sam Wilson Captain America movie. Uh, I'm excited for that. I don't know shit all about the story that they're going with, but I'm excited for it. Um, get a little tired of these people on the internet talking about how Sam Wilson isn't Captain America. Um, 
Thunderbolts, uh, basically Marvel's Suicide Squad, the the super villain team up, comes out July twenty sixth of twenty twenty four. That's Phase Five. And then Fantastic Four kicks off Phase Six. Where's the list? Give me the list. Oh, they didn't list it in this one, so I gotta I gotta go through and read. Let's see. Uh, 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 uh. November eighth, twenty twenty four. Fantastic Four. Um, the next Avengers movie shortly after that, Avengers: The Kang Dynasty, on May second, twenty twenty five. Avengers: Secret Wars on November seventh, twenty twenty five. So we get. 2025 sees two uh, Avengers movies. Do do read this article. I know this is captivating radio or radio right here. You know, this article says after years of fan casting, John Krasinski made a cameo appearance as Mr. Fantastic and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, but Marvel has never committed to the office actor taking the role long term. He fucking better. <laughs> uh, people will be so mad if they put out a Fantastic Four movie after they gave us Krasinski as as Reed Richards in the Multiverse of Madness. I still haven't seen Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, at this point, it looks like I may not see it until it hits Disney Plus in a couple months. Um, I need to watch Obi Wan. That's that's on my to do list for this coming week. Um, Damn. This is the first year in a long time that there has been a Comic-Con that I've not really given it. Um, like it, uh, like for one... We have an ongoing pandemic, and we have an up-and-coming pandemic all at the same time. Uh, California has a significant amount of monkeypox, and like it's in the wastewater of San Francisco. San Francisco declared a state of emergency. Yeah, San Francisco and Los Angeles counties have the majority of the cases. Los Angeles has 261 cases. San Francisco has 257. Like, 
786 people have monkeypox in the state of California. Um, which, you know, small number, big state. Uh, but, like, it's an incredibly contagious disease. All, it's, all it would take is, like, one, two people in the crowd to be breathing monkeypox into the air because it's not a sexually transmitted disease. Um, or close contact, you know. Um, it's just, oh my god, it, it, it spikes my anxiety just thinking about the super spreader potential of Comic-Con. Because from what I saw, it was still pretty crowded. It wasn't, it wasn't bare bones people there. Um, yeah, that's terrifying. Um, I, I don't even want to think about it. They, uh. So like I I just couldn't engage with it. I couldn't I could not get into it because of the anxiety of how many people are going to get sick after this. You know, why are we having this right now? Uh, I understand people's desire to quote unquote get back to normal, uh but like no. Um anyway, before we go down that path and and completely derail the show, um MGM lost the rights to Tomb Raider. Um, now that there's a new studio bidding war, we also could be getting a new reboot, and that also means Alicia Vikander is out as Laura Croft. Um, yeah. According to this, uh, according to the rap, the rights for the Tomb Raider sequel... Our Tomb Raider franchise have lapsed after MGM failed to greenlight a sequel in time, and that means the franchise is now up for grabs. They had until May of this year to put a Tomb Raider sequel into production, <clears throat> but has now lost the rights after failing to do so. This has sparked a bidding war in Hollywood, with a host of studios now putting in bids for the popular video game franchise. I never did see the Vikander Tomb Raider. next film it seems will be a complete reboot again the uh, Angelina Jolie Tomb Raiders were terrible I want to see where it can be watched that movie really came out four years ago yeah I'm not paying to watch it guys yeah it's not on any of the streaming services apparently that uh, for free you know you can get it for $15 on YouTube $4 on Amazon Prime It's a shame. I thought she had potential to be really good as, as a younger Laura Croft, Lara Croft.
Those games are fantastic for the most part. I need to finish that new trilogy. I haven't even played the sequel yet. Um... We saw, thanks to Instagram, <laughs> that uh, that uh, Jason Momoa posted that uh, Ben Affleck will reprise his role as Batman in the Aquaman sequel, uh, which was a shock because we all thought he was done. Uh, we knew he was supposed to be have, have already filmed scenes for The Flash that may or may not ever come out, uh, thanks to Ezra Miller being... Uh, an idiot um committing crimes and stuff uh so he's he's an aquaman which is weird because now we have two two official batman in the dc movies although of course dc's not doing a single continuity uh so you can get away with that just like they did with joker and suicide squad and joker and the joker um but for casual fans i, I see that being uh, a, a thing of confusion um, it's funny that Comic Con ends up being mostly about movies and stuff um, Yeah, Affleck had previously said that he had a uh, I had a really nadir experience around Justice League for a lot of different reasons. Not blaming anybody. There's a lot of things that happened, but really, what it was is that I wasn't happy. I didn't like being there. I didn't think it was interesting. And then some really shitty thing, shitty things, awful things happened. And but that's when I was like, I'm not going to do that anymore. Because remember, originally, the Batman that Pattinson was in was supposed to be written and directed and starring Ben Affleck. Um, he opted out of it after Justice League. So that's interesting that he uh, is back. I liked his Batman. I, I think the movie that he was in wasn't very good. But his Batman was, like, the closest to, like, the... Arkham Asylum Batman we've ever seen. Um, I need to get off of that window because it's playing music. Um, Saints Row Six, not Saints Row Six, GTA Six. I just there's a Saints Row ad on my screen right now. Um, GTA Six will reportedly have a female lead, female protagonist for the first time. I'm sure all sorts of toxic uh, douchebags out there are happy with that news. I could hear their whining and their complaining already. Um, like, I, I don't get... 
I don't get it. Why people would be upset by it, but you know they are. Um, women can be terrible and do crimes too, you know. Like really, that's all 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 the character needs to do is they need to be a vehicle for um, terrible things to happen, you know. Um, they got to be willing to steal cars. They got to be willing to kill people. They got to be willing to do awful things, and that that's that's the key motivation to be a Grand Theft Auto protagonist, right? Um, I'm here for it. Like, I've never understood... It's like we were just talking about Tomb Raider. I remember when they first came out, I was in... To age myself, I was in middle school. And uh, I remember hearing dudes at the lunch table bitching about, like, why, why is this game out? There's a lady... And I've always been of the mind, even from a teenager on, that, like, I don't care if the protagonist is male or female. They just gotta look cool, and they gotta be fun to play as. You know, tell a good story. Does the game mechanics, you know, scratch an itch? Um, you know, over the years, I have... Uh, I just saw on my Facebook memories earlier this week... Um, where I was playing Fallout 3, uh, and I had I was replaying Fallout 3, and I had made my now ex-girlfriend in the game. And I did it again with Fallout 4. Made, made a pretty passable um, version of her in Fallout 4. Um, I don't, I'm playing as a woman in Elden Ring right now. Like, I, I don't get people being bent out of shape about it, you know? Like, I don't, I don't fucking get it. And it would be one thing if it was a bunch of, you know, 13, 14-year-old teenagers being whiny bitches about it. But it's grown-ass men, too. Like, like, do y'all even like women at the end of the day? Like, let's see. Eight Yakuza games are coming to PlayStation Plus starting next month. Uh, a bunch of them hit Game Pass already. John Cena's in Fortnite. Gollum has been delayed. Just grabbing some headlines as we scroll through. Funko's making a fucking action platformer. Hold on. Is it going to be a Funko game, though? Because didn't they do that with Gears of War? Yep, this quote implies, let's see, creating iconic products that emotionally connect fans to their favorite fandoms is critical to each product portfolio decision. By partnering with 1010 Games and utilizing the best creators in the business, we will have the talent to deliver games that reflect Funko's unique look. Right there it is. And feel across its lines and varied products. This quote implies Funko's stylistic characters with large heads and black eyes could be used for the game. Yakuza 6, Yakuza 0, 3, 4, 5, Kwame 1 and 2. I have played 1 and 2 and 0 and 6. 
three, I had a, I, I is very uh, not as good. Um, one of the greatest disservices they did to that franchise was not doing the Kwame treatment for three, four, and five. I know that's resources, time, and money. Uh, when they totally could have just did what they did, uh, you know, Yakuza one and two could have gotten the same thing as three, four, and five. But by doing zero, Kwame one and Kwame two, they sh they they brought the gameplay forward into you know more modern uh, feeling games because Yakuza three is rough, it is really rough. Um, and I certainly struggle with it. Um, unfortunately, they are on Chelsea's PlayStation, so until I get a PlayStation Four or Five, I I won't be playing them unless uh, unless they also came to Game Pass. I don't I don't think so though. I didn't see them on there. Um. Yeah. So I think that's gonna do it for this week. Let me double check. Oh yeah, uh, we're gonna do some more D and D stuff this weekend. Um, a Monty Cook Games put out uh, Plane Breaker. I kickstarted it towards the end of last year. Um, it it dropped in my inbox on Friday or Thursday earlier this week. Um, yeah, it was Thursday, and I haven't got to finish reading it. Uh, I wanted to read through it before I I did some content with it. I might give up on that though because it's a pretty hefty book. Um, I got it in the PDF form, uh, but it, uh, it's a module adventure, whatever you want to call it. It's a setting in, of its own right, uh, where there is this moon like object, um, called the plane breaker that just travels through the multiverse and it just shows up about a mile above the surface of, uh, of places, uh, different planes of existence, uh, you know, everything from the outer planes, the inner planes, the far realm, the material plane, and it just, like, it literally crashes through the sky and creates, like, a rift, and then it travels for 48 hours, and then it smashes through and exits, and as it exits, it takes things with it, like, the wake of it smashing out of reality uh, can grab you, and then there, the path that it's on is literally called the path. And you can you can travel the path um, to get to the actual plane breaker itself. Um, when I was reading it last, I got to. Uh, I'm still in what looks like chapter one <laughs> of the book, because um, it talks about you know the uh, how to how to join the path. Uh, magically speaking, um, where do you arrive on the path, the undertow on the path, um, navigating the path. That's a wicked looking monster. Oh, I'm on chapter two, so because I, I just scrolled down to chapter three. Um, but yeah, the, this moon-like object just travels and smashes through. And then, like, 
once it's come to your realm and left, the path is still there. Um, like it scars the sky, basically. I, I think it's wicked. Um, so we're gonna do some content with that, talk about it. Um, you know, the different different realms. Prison of Eternal Torment, Plains of Mirror and Shadow, the Infinite Labyrinth, the Grove of Crows, the Swampy Mindscape, Storm of the Sticks, Tomb of Tomorrow, uh, Wreck of the Unimaginable. These are the chapter titles. Additional planar locations. And then we got monsters. Big old extra planar monsters. That's a cool looking one. That's a cool looking one. You can't see it, so ha. You just have to watch the video later. That's what you have to do. Absolutely. You will have to watch my video later once I put it up. Anyway, that's going to do it for uh, for this week's episode. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. Thanks for being one of the Nerdy Neighbors. Uh, you can support us on Patreon, Coffee, and on Twitch. Uh, those are the three areas where uh, financial support can can be given if, if you uh, like what we do here and want to see us get better at it. Um, we live stream on Twitch. We post stuff to YouTube. We... Uh, write stuff on occasion not as much as we used to but i do need to get back to that uh but you know time is is finite you know oh uh, i mean i suppose while i'm single and I, and, and I don't have friends hanging around wanting me to do stuff I, I should probably devote more of my free time to to my craft um but i also you know in my downtime write write our D, &D game uh, and work on stuff that I, I want to publish eventually and I brainstorm story you know I uh, might I wish I had less work time and more craft time more art time uh, but that's pretty common for most of us creative types that we none of us are very happy with the uh, day job fun job uh, balance right um, But again, thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow us all over social media. We have a Facebook. We have a Twitter. We have an Instagram. We have a TikTok. We have all sorts of stuff. You know, search Polynerdic, and if you see my goofy, bearded, white guy face, um, you probably found me. Um, this has been another episode of the Ordinary Podcast, Polynerdic.com's weekly nerd-centric life and culture podcast for adults. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you soon if you join me on Twitch. If not, I'll see you next week.